0: Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Today, we are going to have to have a serious reality check about the prospects for these rookies coming into the league this season that have had very little practice so far with their teams and no preseason games. We need to talk about it. That's what we're going to do. So, uh, here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Starring the guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship. Jimmy Maverick let yeah. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today, we are going to talk about doing a serious reality check in regards to these rookies and what their prospects are this season, given the fact that they have had very limited participation with their teams and there's going to be no preseason games. There's some big impacts here for these young players. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I wanted to give you a little update on what's going on on my breakout league. Now, this is, this is my first draft of the season. It's a slow draft, and I got to tell you, man, it's been going great. I mean, it started out, uh, uh, it started out even better because I, I, had, um, I was given the first draft position, okay? And I was able to trade away my, my number one pick for the number, for the number nine pick, and then I also got his third round pick and his uh, fourth round pick as well in the trade and a 10th round pick, which I haven't gotten there yet in the draft. But anyway, so what it ended up with is I had seven picks in the first 50 players. So that was just Great. And so my strategy has been sort of a a modified positional dominance strategy. Now, I I talked about positional dominance like about a week ago um, and how I only do it for smaller teams. And and positional dominance basically just says go early on an elite uh, tight end and an elite quarterback. So... That's what I decided to do with my extra picks: is get myself my elite tight end and my elite quarterback, and then draft as I normally would. And I gotta say, really ended up with a very, very nice team. I, I really like it. Let me let me show you what I'm talking about. So um, this is this is my app, my perfect fantasy draft, and this is my analysis of the players. And here's who I've ended up with. So I started out, ninth pick, I took Drake. I took Kenyon Drake. And then I circled around in, in the second round, and I got Le'Veon Bell and Robert Woods. Woods is my, my wide receiver one. Um, and then I took Patrick Mahomes with my bonus pick. So I'm like, yay, that's great. Um, and then it circled around again, and again, I got three picks in a row. So I took Zach Ertz. I took, um, I took, I took Cortland Sutton. And I took Kareem Hunt. So very, very nice trifecta of picks there again, then circled around again, and I actually ended up trading up to trading up like four picks to grab Ronald Jones because I I really like the Tampa Bay offense this year and I really want a piece of it. And unfortunately, I was sniped on Chris Godwin in the second round. So that was fine. Um, So now I have Ronald Jones and then I just finished my seventh pick, which was Jarvis Landry. So this is my team. This is who I got going on right now. And I just want to show you just how strong this team is. Now, the first thing is, if we look at the value rankings on these players, I've got seven of my nine players rank inside the top 50, and, and so that that means I have one-seventh of the top 50 players on my team. That's an amazing advantage over every one of my uh, opponents, and then the two that aren't in the top 50 are very close, Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, uh, 56th overall, 69th overall, and because this is a PPR league, uh, you will find that most of the running backs are undervalued. I mean, the these guys are both really good pass catchers, and they're still undervalued. And and you know, going into these rounds, you look at some of these players, and they are already have value ranks in the hundreds um, at this point in the draft. We're still you know we're still only at pick number seventy five. So I just wanted to. Uh, Uh, You know, show you that. And then also um, look at the reliability of my players. Look, I've got one, two, three, four, five. I got six high reliability players on my team and then three mid reliability players who I'm I'm very comfortable with with uh, middle reliability, but no low reliability players. Look at consistency rankings. Every single person is a five or better, and most people are a seven or better. This means you can trust these players on a week-to-week basis. They are going to produce at a consistent level week-to-week. They're going to be a part of the game plan. That's what I like to see. And then also um, on the Outlook ratings, well, uh, look, I got, I got three five-stars. I got two four-stars and two three-stars. Then my two-star players are, you know, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes and it's Jarvis Landry. And even with... The fact that they're two stars, which for me is just kind of like, it's like a yellow light. It's like, no, that's not great. I, I don't like to draft players with one star. Um, these guys are still going to produce Jarvis Landry was such a deal I cannot believe that I got him in the seventh round and the big reason is because look at his value rank value rank is 36th overall so at my pick number 75 I took a guy with a third round value which is just an unbelievable bargain so anyway Super happy with this team. I, I, I'm, you know, I've got six picks left. I got to take a defense, and um, I got to take. Um, I'm going to take two more wide receivers, and then. Probably three more, uh, three more running backs. So that's that's kind of my overall strategy for, for finishing out this draft. But um, I gotta say, man, if you haven't done so already, go to my website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com. check com. Check out um, uh, check out my app. You can try it out for free. Just have to sign up. You can try it out for free, and if you like it, you can subscribe for only uh, nineteen ninety five for a full year, unlimited number of teams that you want to use it for, and. I'm telling you, it's going to make a huge difference for you on draft day. You are going to be able to make the absolute right decisions at each and every pick in your draft. And that's the nice thing that it does is it just breaks it down round by round. And it puts all the best rated players, the guys that rate highest on my on those four key stats, value, outlook, reliability, consistency. It ranks it, it, it. They score points based on how well they score in each of those positions. Those points are added up. That gives you what's what I call the Vork score. The players are sorted by their Vork score when you're in draft mode. So when you're looking at the fourth round of your 10-team league, you're gonna see it's gonna be you're gonna look at you're gonna see all the players between your fourth round pick and your fifth round pick, but instead of being sorted by their draft position or a value rank or anything like that, they're sorted by the Vork score. And so you just wanna focus on people at the top of the list. And what I like to say is Find players that score 40 or more Vork points. If they score 40 or more, they're a good choice. But, of course, you want players that score as high as possible um, on that score. And, and it goes up to 100. But it's very hard to find players at 100. I, I, I said uh, when I did my thing on the positional dominance. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. When I did my last podcast talking about um, teams with uh, great offenses and bad defenses, um, I talked about Curtis Samuel is right now the only guy – on my list that scores 100 work points just because he's available so late in the draft. And he really is a good value at where he's being selected. So I'm, I'm betting Curtis Samuel is going to end up on my breakout team. That's that's uh, probably going to be one of my last picks. But um, anyway, so let's get to talking about the rookies. And we really need to have a reality check about what's going on with these rookies. And, and you know, the the big thing is obviously the news this week, um, the NFLPA and the NFL have agreed to terms for the preseason. There's going to be no preseason games. They are going to open camps as normal, which is very, very good. But when, when it comes to these rookies, man, this year, um, more than any other, just because of what's happened with the pandemic, um, these rookies have gotten virtually no work with their teams, okay, they they've um, there was no rookie mini camp. There were no OTCs. There there are all these all, all these programs that are designed to help these rookies learn the system, get used to NFL speed, um, you know, conditioning and and, and and you know conditioning they're probably keeping up with very well, but learning the playbook. Um, earning the, the trust of their quarterback and their fellow players uh, showing the coaches what they can do. none of this has been happening nothing with these rookies and, and so because of that that's going to hinder their development this year for fantasy football and you know one of the big things that I like to say especially when it comes to well, when it comes to running backs, the most important skill that a running back needs to have, to become a starter in the NFL is pass blocking and blitz pickups, okay? That is the number one thing I look at with running backs coming into the league, is how well they're doing with that. Because if they are not doing well with pass blocking, guess what? They're not going to see the field. And you see it all the time in the NFL. You'll see that there is some subpar running back out on the field, while a guy who is clearly much more talented, much faster, much shiftier, um, is sitting on the bench. And you're pulling your hair out. And you're going, why in the world are they keeping player X on the bench when this crappy running back is still out on the field? And I'll tell you why. is because that crappy running back can pass block. It's because that, that crappy running back can pick up the blitz and help protect the quarterback. That is what. That is the most important thing they need to do in order to see playing times. And every single one of these rookies now is at is at a significant disadvantage versus players that are already established on their teams. And, And and so, you know. Let's talk about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, right? He's the number one rookie running back coming off the board. He's coming off right around pick number 24, um, you know, and and right now, man, I would not take him. I think it's going to be a real problem. Damian Williams is going to be the starter. Now, um, you know... As far as what will happen over the course of the year, yes, I do anticipate that Clyde Edwards' Hilaire role will grow as the season goes on. But I got to tell you, man, when you draft a team, you want to draft a team that's ready to go on week one. And, and, and you know, to, to think that, oh, I might have to wait a month or two months for this guy that I took in the second round or third round to start producing for me. You've just put your team into a hole. That is going to be very hard to dig yourself out of in the second half of the season, all right? And so if I have a choice right now, man, I'm going to go with Damian Williams. I mean, to tell you the truth, I'm not going with either. I'm not taking either. But, you know, Jonathan Taylor is another example, man, a guy that's going in the fifth round of drafts. And guess what? Marlon Mack is on this team. Marlon Mack is going to be at a big advantage over Jonathan Taylor, despite the fact that Jonathan Taylor is clearly a more talented running back. Marlon Mack can pass block. Marlon Mack can pick up the blitz. Uh, And and Marlon Mack is a decent runner. You know, and and he can he can get decent production. Um, You know, Cam Akers in LA. I'm looking at Daryl Henderson right now. I really like Daryl Henderson um, as as an alternative. Uh, uh, DeAndre Swift in Detroit. I think Kerryon Johnson has an advantage there. Um, And and of course, I just told you in my draft, I took Ronald Jones. I love Ronald Jones this year, man. Holy crap. I'm so excited that I got him on my team. That's why I traded up to get him because I was afraid he was going to get selected before my next pick. Um, But Ronald Jones First of all, two really good reports came out about Ronald Jones this week that I was very excited to see. First is he put on like 10 pounds of muscle during the offseason here, which is which is great. He, he's he's up to like 220 now, much better playing weight than, than, at, than at 210. Um, and also, the dude's been playing with Tom Brady. He's been catching passes from Tom Brady, okay? Guess who hasn't? Keyshawn Vaughn, okay? Keyshawn Vaughn hasn't done anything yet with Tom Brady. So this, you know, again... For Ronald Jones, for me, I see Ronald Jones kind of the same way that I saw NoShawn Marino back when Peyton Manning was the quarterback. And, and that is, I think that, that Ronald Jones can become an explosive RB1 this year on this offense, in this system that they're building right now. I'm super excited <laughs> for Ronald Jones. I'm so psyched that I got him on my team. I'm, I'm you know, really, I think the upside is tremendous on that guy. But, uh, and, and then finally, J.K. Dobbins, right? And, and J.K. Dobbins was one that I, I was like, you know, we've got a, a literally a four headed monster in that backfield plus Lamar Jackson. So the role for any of those running backs is going to be very limited anyway. Uh, but, you know, Mark Ingram, certainly, Mark Ingram gets a nice advantage here. Um, Over the incoming rookie. So... So, like I said, man, you just got to be really, really careful. And and in my app, you know, I I did have a couple of uh, players labeled as breakouts, like uh, you know, Acres and Swift and Hilaire. I had them all labeled as breakouts. I actually removed the breakout designation on them because, again, it's 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 just not going to happen. It might happen later in the season, but you got to figure these players are probably going to be about a month behind of where they normally would be. In any regular season that we've seen in the past, and it comes, and the same thing is true for the the rookie wide receivers. You know, rookie wide receivers are always, I I'm, I'm not big on drafting them just because they usually don't start to emerge until the second half of the season. But if we say that it they're going to be a month behind of where they where they have where they usually are in the past, that means we're not going to see these players emerge until like week twelve. You know, right at the end of the fantasy football season, you do not need to draft any rookie rookie wide receivers this year. Um, you know, because of that, and and you know, you know, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Rager. You know, man, I really like these guys. There's a couple that I really, really want, um, but you know what? I'm not even going to bother drafting them this year. I just don't think it's worth it. Established players. Have a massive advantage over these guys, and you know, to a lesser extent, the established players are, have an advantage over the the free agents, the ones that switch teams in the off season. I always, I already downgrade the the free agents a little bit when they switch teams, just because of the adjustment period. But you got to think the adjustment period is going to be probably a little bit longer than we would expect it to be, uh, because again they haven't had as much time to get acclimated with their new team so so you know just be cautious this year you know if you want to take a chance on one of those rookie running backs go, go ahead draft one right just pick one that you like draft him don't draft any other rookies just stay away from them you know just roll the dice with one you know you're you're limiting your risk and then the upside is you know, is very good on some of these players, but um, I'm going with the established guys. I'm going with the guys I know I could count on for volume and consistency, and that already have a relationship on that team, a relationship with the coaches, you know, trust of their, uh, of their quarterback, you know, I mean, that's, that's the most important thing this year. So, so just, uh, you know, like I said, um, for all, for most purposes this year, just stay away From those rookies, because I I just think you're going to be severely disappointed in what they're going to be able to do, especially early in the season. And you don't want to handicap your team like that. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. So, um, you know, like I said, um, uh, uh, camp start this week. That's great. I'm very excited about that. Um, you know, will finally these play these teams will be able to get together and start playing, um, start practicing. You know, which is which is very very good. But this is not a season like any other season we've been in, and, and because of that, you've got to adjust your strategy uh, to to reflect these realities. And and um, in my opinion, I'm going. You know, I'm going with the established players. I'm going with the reliable and consistent players. And and just like that draft that you saw there, man. Um I, I'm notice how I'm not taking I, I didn't take any player that switched teams. I am not taken any rookies. You know, I, I mean I'm I'm just I'm just limiting the risk and, and I'm taking advantage of the upside that's available, like the fact that Jarvis Landry was available in the seventh round, that which is ridiculous. His floor is a RB2, a solid, a rock solid RB2. And yet he, you know, he went that late. It's crazy. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, I will, uh, be back on Wednesday and I'm pretty sure my draft will be all wrapped up at that point. So we can look at the team then. Um, but shoot, I'm super happy with what I got right now. I'm just working on the bench. You know, that's, that's basically what I gotta just have to do is fill out my bench. And, um, then, uh, I've got my first team ready and I got to tell you, man, I think this team is championship caliber. Uh, you know, I, I was looking at the, other teams and first of all I've already got two more players than every other team in the league so I've already got a big advantage over over everyone else that's drafting but uh, even though I've seen teams that have some really good players that I really really like and I'm sorry I didn't end up with um, I don't think it's going to be enough to overmatch the team that I'm going to bring each week uh, that I'm going to roster each week Uh, so Anyway, um, so thank you very much for watching. Hey, if you haven't done so already, please uh, uh, subscribe, like, comment down below. Love to hear from you guys. Um, If you have any questions about any of these players, we can talk a little bit further about them. And so in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your weekend and uh, stay safe out there. We'll talk to you again soon. See ya.